with the Ottawa Podcast, episode 60. Our guest today is Megan Honey. Hello. Uh, oh, I'm, all, I'm Keegan On, <laughs> and I'm sitting with Amon Bashir and Rob Atrell. That's how we should do it, because the guest is the most important person. We, we should do it that way. And yeah, most of the time, someone listening is going to know who we are anyways. So we really should start with the guest. So really... I did the right Move thing. Move on. Move on. Let's, let's keep uh, going. We have, uh, we have a lot of stuff to get to, a lot to talk about, uh, but we also have a beer, a very special beer. Rob, do you want to tell us about what beer we're drinking Is it today? very special? It is, because usually we don't ask the guests, we just kind of get a beer, uh-huh. but Megan said specifically she wanted a wheat or a cider. Okay. Well, we do have a wheat beer today. Excellent. Uh, and the beer we have is from, as far as I know, this is a pretty new brewery, but I could be wrong. Thank you. We said it was from Collingwood, is that right? Collingwood, Ontario. Uh, it's called Side Launch. Uh, the brewing company is called Side Launch, and this is just their authentic Bavarian-style wheat beer. So uh, this is like radioactive yellow. And, uh, is that what it says on the website? <laughs> no, that's just my, my looking at it and describing it. Already reviewing it. Sounds delicious. <laughs> uh, so it's unfiltered, and uh, they use traditional special yeast, which is probably just a name for... Thing, but I like the way that sounds. Traditional special yeast. It smells kind of good. How does right. it taste? I like it. Yeah? Huh. Yeah. What do you like about wheat beers in particular, Megan? They're just light. They're mm-hmm. light, easy drinking. Especially summertime, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. They're very good cold. Mm-hmm. This is This yeah. is just slightly yeah, this is like cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And they are a bit sweeter. Right. They, they are. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. How does this one hold up? I like it. And I, I didn't like ask for wheat. I, I, I feel like I didn't I didn't demand for it. I guess you didn't <laughs> no. demand. <laughs> no, but I Kiki made it sound I, like you demanded. I, yeah, I asked Megan and she, she said, I guess we could have this. I, uh. I, yeah, that's what I like, so I do like it. Yeah, yeah that's great. <laughs> I don't wanna don't wanna seem demanding. You also that's brought true. strawberries, which is oh, very yeah. awesome and yeah. they look delicious. Those, strawberries are they beer. local or are they just Yeah, yeah, they're from from Ottawa. Oh cool. Right. They're huge. Some of them. Some of them are. I mean, yeah, one. the farm that I get them from, they were they were worried about their strawberry crop because of is it called a crop? I don't know. Yeah. Um, because of the all that frost we had in I think May. Oh yeah, it was really cold at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're not bad. So you you get you you mentioned before the podcast that you get a bunch of fruits from <laughs> yeah um, the farm you can do it like either every week or every other week basically you sign up uh, before the season starts and you pick up you pay a set amount I it pay it's like thirty one dollars per basket and you pick up um, whenever it is every week or every the week and they just give you like a bunch of stuff that they have in season right now that's cool very neat it's yeah it's awesome like it's really good value you get a lot of stuff like today i got potatoes kale different a bunch of different greens um peppers cucumber like a one huge cucumber, uh, some zucchini, yeah, a bunch of stuff. The strawberries, so yeah, it's. What, what's the name? Is it a farm? Is that what it's called? Yeah, the farm that I get it from is called uh, Rochon Gardens, uh, but there's a couple in Ottawa I know of that do it, or like hmm. outskirts of Ottawa that do right. it. That's cool, Keegan. We, I was making fun of you. Well, we were all making fun of you earlier, of course, uh, for needing paper towels to wash your hands. But these are so <laughs> juicy; they're delicious, yeah. <laughs> and so I now need a paper towel. And now we have three pieces each. <laughs> Uh, Megan, do you want to tell us a bit about um, 
how you got to be here today in general? Sure. Um, <laughs> Bus route. Good question. <laughs> well worded. I drove from Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess I'm kind of on to talk about the fact that I do stand-up comedy in mm-hmm. Ottawa, uh, which is something I, I very recently... Recently, in terms of stand-up terms, I guess, got into. I've been doing it seriously since uh, January of this year. The first time I did stand-up was... It was about almost two years ago now. It was my 23rd birthday. So, September 2013. Uh, Originally, it was just going to be like a one-time thing. Like, I just wanted to do a fun thing for my birthday. So, I signed up to go to an open mic. Brought a bunch of friends. And then... um, just figured, oh yeah, that was a fun thing one time. Like, I, it's a fun story. I'll tell my kids or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and then I had a friend in Toronto who, when she found, I went and visited her a couple months later. And when she found out that I had done stand up, she's like, oh my god, I've always wanted to do that. Let's go find somewhere to do it tonight. And then it became this thing where every time I visited her in Toronto, we just found a place to do stand up <laughs> comedy together. And then. Um, <laughs> I just was bored and I was like, let's start doing this again, like regularly. So in January, I started to, yeah, go out as much as I can, find uh, rooms and hmm. clubs to perform in. So yeah, it's been fun. Do you think that you came onto it naturally? Do you find that, like, I- I've heard a lot, I-, I would love to try to do stand up comedy, but I don't think I have this sort of consistency or competency for it. Do you think that it's something that came naturally to you or is it something you struggle with? Um, I've never considered myself like a funny person. Uh, I've always been decent at public speaking and speaking in front of a crowd. Uh, I get nervous, but not like some people that's their greatest fear is public speaking. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not like that. Um, I always get nervous before a set or stuff like that, but I'm, I think the, the performance bug is, is in me somewhere. It's not as pronounced as some other people. Like, right. Yeah. Um, but like I did drama class all through high school, uh, which was fun. I always loved it. I was never like top performer. Like I never started any plays or anything, but I always loved performing and doing stuff like that. And I've, I'm musical too. Like I've played piano and stuff all through my life. So I've done performing that way as well. Stand up was just a thing that I, it was just something different that I thought would be fun. And turns out I really like it. So yeah. That's so great. And so what, what kind of stuff do you talk about or, or uh, maybe where, where you generate your ideas from? Uh, ideas sort of come from everywhere, but mostly I think I talk a lot about just little annoyances or little things in the world that I find ridiculous. A lot of which relates to just people in general. Like I think Mm -hmm. people are, (laughs) I think we're the best and the worst part about the world. Like we can be amazing and we can also be so terrible. Well said. Uh, So I just, I don't know. I like to point out annoying things that people do. (laughs) Um, And then like just funny stuff that happens to me. Like I, I have a couple what you would call, I guess, like story jokes where I tell stories about just weird stuff that's happened to me in my life. Um, those are always fun to share. Like I liked, I, I mostly draw on a lot of personal experiences. Like I remember I had a conversation with someone recently. He was like, Oh, so how much of your act is, is truthful or how much of your act has actually happened to you? I'm like, like mm-hmm. 100% of it. Right. Oh, he's, like, he's like, really? And I was like, yeah, like there's, there's a couple things that now that I've been doing it for a bit longer that I've 
embellished, but mostly I talk from a, like a very honest place, I guess, mm-hmm. which isn't a requirement. Like it doesn't make me a better comedian or anything, right. but it's just, that's how I like to do stuff, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. And I think that helps to be more organic or, uh, yeah, or more yeah. Certainly makes it easier to remember if it's something that actually happened, yeah, as opposed to having true. to kind of remember a story off the top of your head. Yeah. You don't have to look up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's a, that's a thing, right? Yeah, People lie. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, Megan, so where do you perform? Where do you like to perform? Where are you allowed to perform? Uh, so, stand up in Ottawa, it's, it's hard. There are a lot of comedians and not that many places to perform mm-hmm. at uh for amateurs anyways yeah um so the first time i did it was at absolute comedy they have an open mic that they run every monday uh you have to sign up uh in advance now they actually have a website you have to like create an account it's actually it's pretty well organized mm-hmm. um and then yuck yucks is the same thing you sign up sort of um it's the 15th of every month you email in and say can I be considered for a spot next month? And then hopefully they put you on. Um, and then there's a few like smaller rooms run by people, just other comedians. Um, a couple weekly shows, a couple monthly shows that you'll sort of like, once you start doing it regularly, you'll get into it more and you'll, um, like some comedians they'll run, some guys they run shows and they'll ask you to be on them. Other ones are, different where you it's the same thing you basically you email and you try and sign up and you go on i like i've never been paid to do comedy i'm still Uh very i made like six dollars i think yeah (laughs) it's not nothing you made something that's great i remember it was one show that i did um they took donations afterwards and i got like like five dollars i think at the Mm -hmm. end of it and the guy, when he was giving it to me, he was like, oh, I'm sorry that all this is all... I was like, this is better than zero dollars. <laughs> like, I've never gotten money for telling jokes before, so yeah. I'm super excited about this. So you've been on both... Uh, at both Yuck Yucks and Absolute Parameter. Yes. Uh, night. Yeah. And they don't pay? No. Did they ever pay? Do you uh, know? They pay you if they ask you to be on the show ah that's the difference yeah okay I this is sure. you like asking like please right. put me on <laughs> give me a platform i yeah. want stage time yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah cool okay. yeah it's very hard to get paid to do stuff that you you like you know especially if you're just just starting out yeah yeah well, and i still can cons- i still very much consider it a hobby it's not like a career aspiration of mm-hmm. mine to be a comedian yeah um i mean if someone were to say Yes, we'll start paying you a lot of money to do this. I, I definitely take them up on it. But <laughs> well, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Uh, you have to work super hard for a super long time. Like comedians don't get don't get well known like that until they've been doing it for like decades. Yeah. Or right. More, right. Yeah. Like it takes so a while. A long grind. I just so, like it as a hobby. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's mainly a hobby for you right now. Yeah. And then see where it goes. Yeah. So with the what sounds like limited experience in Toronto, but some experience in Ottawa as well. Can you compare sort of the audience and, and the feeling of doing it in both cities? Yeah. Um, Toronto from what, like my feel of it, there's way more spots available to perform. Mm. Um, the audiences are, are a lot varied. 
but a lot of the shows are a lot smaller. Like I did a show once and I was literally talking to like a couple in the front row and there was like no one else there. <laughs> and, it, show. <laughs> and it was like in a bar where like you show up and you don't know there's going to be a comedy show. And now there's like this stupid girl talking right. to you about, her, yeah. So, <laughs> so like, the, I don't know. It's way different that way, but it's, it's different in the, like, um, like people are always more willing to go out to shows. They're like, Ottawa's a very, it's you know, government town. People don't like to be out late on weeknights. Most people sort of have that standard nine to five type job. So, um, it's, uh, like I find a lot of the shows that are successful in Ottawa that aren't at comedy clubs are the monthly shows. Like it's a lot easier to get people to commit to going to a monthly show in Ottawa than a weekly show. Mm. It's a big commitment right, <laughs> for, yeah. for auto ones. Yeah. Megan, we're trying, we're trying to freshen up the, the uh, feel of our podcast with some new segments. We don't really have a name for this one. And it might not even be a segment. It might just be a one-time thing because we have a comedian I on. hope this is a segment, though. But I write, I, I always talk big about doing stand-up, but I never, ever do it. But I write a lot of words. <laughs> and, uh, the words that might be funny. I don't want to call them jokes in case they're not funny. Because I'm just like, no. Was just you write like, words that you... you they're pretty close to jokes. Yeah. yeah they're words is like jokes. All right, so He's not just going to spit out sentences to you is what I'm saying. <laughs> they're, they're crafted. There you go. Yeah. So if you, if you wouldn't mind listening to... I feel like I'm like giving Megan my sure. demo tape. <laughs> okay. Here we go. I don't believe people who claim to love running. When someone says I love running, I always just wait for them to finish their sentences. Like to Wendy's. <laughs> like, I love running. Just kidding. <laughs> I like that. She's laughing, yeah. possibly politely. It definitely polite. laughing though. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. My doctor told me I to start running recently. She said my knees were in too good condition. <laughs> it's bad for your knees, apparently. Yep. <laughs> Not as good. No. <laughs> all right, all right. No taken. Uh, here's something. I just off the top of my head. Here's something you never hear at Old Navy. Uh, the the fact this clothing is really durable. <laughs> okay, that one's less of a joke. <laughs> We're venturing into sentence territory. <laughs> I got an outfit at Old Navy for eight dollars the other day, like pants and shirt. I thought I got a really good deal. But then when you think about how shoddily they're made, not really buying the clothes, you're more like renting them. Like $8 of clothing <laughs> yeah. for eight days. It's like a dollar a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not even bad, though. You're- a dollar a day? I don't know. I guess I'm thinking... Like, some people... How long you've had that jacket? A long time, yeah. Yeah, that's, hey, it works out to like cents, <laughs> cents yeah. a day, probably. <laughs> yeah. They're that's expensive clothes to rent. <laughs> I was thinking about renting clothes. <laughs> All right, a lot of my other stuff is just broken, broken English. Do you have anything else on running? <laughs> you see, not even broken. Talking about running. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if if young Jay Z heard uh, new Jay Z, he would shoot him in the face. <laughs> That's when Suit and Tie came out, and he was talking. He was like dancing with Justin, like grinding with Justin Timberlake in the video. Yeah. All right. So not topical. No, <laughs> it was topical a few years ago. Right. Was it written a few years ago? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that was of one of the old ones. Right. That was very cutting edge when Suit and Tie came out. Yeah. All right. 
I kind of want to see you do this at absolute. Me too. Or, or yeah, yeah, or something. Well, I've been talking about going to one of the monthly shows at Poor Boy. Oh yeah, the roast of Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go do that. I sent them a bunch of my. St- okay, so I <laughs> saw it on mobile. I saw a picture of Lord Voldemort. So I was like, oh, it's like a roast of. Voldemort. I wrote like two pages of Lord Voldemort. <laughs> I sent them to the guy and he was like, oh, it's good stuff. It's the roast of Harry Potter specifically, but okay. <laughs> so I think I'm like a psycho now. <laughs> um, uh, but you're doing it. Or are you, uh, it you sounds it. like I am because then he emailed me saying I also have to do five minutes of non-wizarding material. So now I'm worried. Yeah, that's the show... Um, so, uh, the, I don't know if you're talking to Greg or... I think yeah. it is Greg, yeah. So, Greg Houston and this other guy, Tavis, they run, like, a bunch of shows in Ottawa, and that's one of them. Um, and I've been a couple times. It's super fun, and the format mm-hmm. is basically, like, each comic does, um, like, a, basically, like, the first three minutes of their set or whatever they right. want, and then there's a break, and then they come back, and then they do the roast... What's been happening a lot at the roasts is people will have like like one joke roasting the the person being roasted, and then mm. they'll just like roast all the other comics oh, a lot. <laughs> okay. So you'd have an advantage going there, Let's not see. being a comedian, because like no one would roast you. Mm. Unless, Dave, unless we told yeah. them a lot of stuff about you. <laughs> they but, could also come in on the spot and make jokes about how bad yeah. your jokes are. It's my general appearance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess people would do that too. That's it. Wouldn't be the first time, right, Keegan? But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, what, what are the, what's the composition of the audience that goes to these things? Like, what, what kind of people do you see going and seeing live comedy? Uh, there's a like there is a, a wide mix. Mostly now it is, I would say, a younger crowd, mm-hmm. like thirties and under. Um, there's been shows that I've gone to where there's like randomly like a seven year old woman in the audience who's like having the time of her life. You say seven? <laughs> yeah, oh, she's a seven year old woman. <laughs> <laughs> Makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I would say comedy a lot now is, yeah, it's a lot of, um, mm-hmm. what are we called? Um, Generation XYZ. Yeah. Millennials? Easy talk. Yeah, millennials. Oh, are we? Yeah. yeah. These guys are older than us, actually. We're all millennials. Are we this? They're almost all millennials. We're not that much older than <laughs> They're basically baby boomers. No. Nope. These guys. No, nope. that's not how that works. Really, <laughs> <laughs> like, what, two years? <laughs> there you go. Um, I know that there is. Club comedy, which is done in comedy clubs, the yuck yucks are absolute. Mm-hmm. And then there's also, I guess they call it alt comedy, which it, which may be more along the lines of these monthly rooms you're talking about. Yeah. Do like, you have a, a preference for one or the other, or can you talk about the differences maybe? Uh, yeah. people don't know when you hear like stand up com- comedian, you think, I think I, a lot of people think like a brick wall. Yeah. And that's, that, that's very kind of club. Yeah. Club that's very like New York. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy club. Um, Clubs are, the shows, I mean, most shows you'll go to in Ottawa are, are uncensored shows. Mm-hmm. Um, at a comedy club, you have like a, a much wider variety, I guess, of comedians, especially not, it depends on what kind of show you're going to. If you're going to an open mic, like something that I perform at, it's a, it's a wide range right, of people yeah. um, that are performing and uh, it is all uncensored. So... I find some people are kind of hesitant to go to that because they think 
comics are offensive or like they're very, Mm -hmm. whereas if you go to some of the smaller rooms, um, like Greg, again, he's really good at running sort of rooms that are, they're very welcoming to people, people that maybe be, maybe might be hesitant, um, to go to a regular comedy show. Like the one I just did a show with him last Friday, Mm -hmm. uh, grinder comedy, which is, he does it every the first Friday of every month, I think, at uh, the Daily Grind, the oh, cool. coffee shop there. And that's, it was so much fun. That's probably like one of the most fun shows I've been to. And it's just because everyone's, it's very like inclusive. No one's like making like racist comments or anything like that. Like all mm. the jokes are fun. Like not that they're like PG or anything like yeah, that, but right. it's just, it's inclusive and the jokes, the jokes are really funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas, yeah, if you're going to a comedy club, even if you go on a, a night where you're paying like, you know, 30 bucks to see professionals, you have no idea what they're going to say. Right. Yeah. So some people, um, yeah, some people are more hesitant to go to those shows just because they think comics aren't very nice. Yeah. Which right. can be true. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of, uh, you know, about subject matter. Uh, and, and I know for the most part it doesn't matter, but I know uh, I, I have some friends that lived in Ottawa and they went down to Toronto. Uh, and some of the people I know, specifically the females, say that, you know, I've always had conversations about how it's a very different game for them. Uh, and I don't know if you've noticed the same thing at all. Um, yeah, I would say um, being a female in comedy is at times an advantage and at times a huge disadvantage. Um, it's an advantage, especially when you're first starting out because like in Ottawa, for example, there's like literally 10 women comics that do it regularly. Like I know all of them. It's the, (laughs) there's not that many of us. So like when we do find another, when we do go to an open mic and there's like a new girl that we don't, we're like, Oh my God, like it's not one of us yet. And we like fall on over them. Um, But, um, so because of that, like a lot of people that, that do run shows or put on shows or that are putting together their open mic lineup, they're like, well, we should put at least one girl on here. So like tokenism kind of helps Uh, you out being, but it doesn't mean that they think, it doesn't always mean that they think you're good or that they respect you. It's just like, well, we should put a lady on here. Right. So whatever. Yeah, um, that's not really the vibe that I've gotten from a lot of people, but, um, but it exists. Yeah. And then like, it is a disadvantage just cause there, there is that, um, perspective that exists that women aren't as funny. Um, but I don't know, like some of the female comics that I know are like the funniest people I've, ever seen perform so um yeah it's uh it's hard and it like i don't want to be that person that's like "Mm, sexism but it it does exist for sure Mm -hmm. and uh you will go to shows where um as soon as you get off stage someone just starts hitting on you like i have this (laughs) i have this one joke um where i'm talking about um like getting unwanted attention from a guy in a bar and how to like get away from it. And basically like your best option is always just to lie and tell him that you have a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, and the end of the joke is me saying that, uh, that's because men respect an imaginary man more than an actual woman. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
Um, and like, I've had like male comics come up to me after a show and be like, Oh my God, like, that's so true. Like, that's really like good for you. Like that you thought of that. And then like, will proceed to hit on me for the rest of the night. <laughs> oh no. like, so you it's just missed the point. <laughs> you missed the point of what I was saying. <laughs> Walk away. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's interesting. Yeah, different. But, yeah. um, I guess in your experience that, you know, you haven't, you know, you haven't necessarily experienced it to that level where, where you felt that you're facing the same level, aside from the comments you receive after the show, but during the show or getting into shows, you, you were just saying that you haven't personally experienced as much, which is good. Yeah. And I, is that a testament to Ottawa or is it is a testament to, to just where you've been or? Um, I think probably Ottawa, like we're a very small city yeah. in terms of, well, just in general, we are a small city. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that helps a lot of people. Like from what I can tell for the most part, the, the comedy community in Ottawa is, is very inclusive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. no. Like obviously there's a, there's good and bad to anything, but I've, I've found like through doing comedy, I've met so many amazing, nice, wonderful people. And so that's always just been helpful so that when you do meet that one jerk or two it's just mm-hmm. like oh well you're just an outlier you're not the norm yeah that's yeah. kind of cool so do, do comedians and like uh, like moving past gender just comedians as a whole uh do you do you find that comedians also support each other and maybe give are are there times where even comedians give tips to each other or something like that or oh yeah that's been that's cool. uh something that's super helpful to me actually it's like because i'm i'm still like a newbie basically in comedy uh so you'll always get people that are willing to help you out in terms of oh maybe you could fix this joke this way or maybe you should say it that way or something like that or just not even specific tips like that because some people would maybe not feel great about someone critiquing their set like that. Right. Right. But, uh, (laughs) but people are always willing to sort of offer help for sure. If Mm -hmm. you ask. And, uh, a lot of times people will say like, Oh, like, do you want to write together? Or like, let's talk about ideas some, sometime, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Um, yeah. So that's, that's nice. I think that's great. Everyone's, everyone's a big, happy family. (laughs) Not really, (laughs) (laughs) but supportive. That's cool. Uh, we, we've noticed that a lot in uh, in terms of the guests that we've had on this podcast. Like, mm-hmm. um, we don't really know many podcasters, but we know like we had a group on the yeah, Alpaca Party and like you know just exchanging you know stories here and there, or right. just learning from each other. Or we mm-hmm. talked about people from like production companies, which is kind of cool. And yeah. bands. It seems to be a pretty. Uh, I don't know if it's unique to Ottawa, but Ottawa in itself, because it's so small, it really seems like it's it's pretty supportive. Right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. For me, it's, it's hard. Like I'm not someone who's, who's good at introducing myself to people or like striking up a conversation with someone that I don't know, Ah. especially if it's another comedian who I think is sort of way out of my league or however you want to say that. Um, but when it does happen, when I do work (laughs) up the courage, it's always been a positive experience. That's great. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, speaking of positive feedback maybe you could review some of these news stories that Amon is oh. going to uh yeah to tell us we do like a weekend update kind of thing okay called okay. Uh, classic Ottawa where we talk about the news we inform people 
talk about Uber a lot. We do. <laughs> like, every week. We get... You, you know, I have to hold myself back this week. I know. I, I have to eliminate certain jokes yeah, to make sure. <laughs> we also are not afraid at all to take on serious stories and make light of them. Sometimes I, I think even to a fault. True. Yeah. Do you last, last wear those? Uh, I wore them last week. I, I wear them because now I can hear I was wearing earphones. I am. Yeah. He's on the bus. <laughs> I can, I can, <laughs> the only thing I can hear is what's coming out of the microphone. So it, oh, so, so you are listening to this. I am, yeah. Oh, Good. I thought he was just kind of hanging. Listen to music or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, yeah, classic Ottawa. You explained already. It's uh, news stories uh, and, yeah, usually around the city. Uh, Canada Lakes... Residents have gathered over 300 signatures in a petition against mosquitoes in their neighborhood. <laughs> of course, the insects lack the intelligence to create petitions of their own, but if they did, they would probably gather 100,000 signatures against humans in Canada Lakes. This is a weird story. I don't know enough about this, but they they don't want mosquitoes in the neighborhood? I think they're saying they have an abnormal <laughs> amount of mosquitoes. So what do they ask? They want the city to, like... Make dragonflies have sex or something. Ah, very <laughs> some practical solution like that. <laughs> that makes sense. They're pesticides, but they're not really useful against mosquitoes. They're useful like to protect from bugs that get into grass or plants. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, strange, weird thing. Good old Canada lakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the head of Ottawa's taxi union stated yesterday that if something is not done about Uber, cabbies are going to quote go out onto the streets. And it's going to be out of control. <laughs> taxis on the street. Sounds dangerous to me. <laughs> the taxis I've seen are already out of control. I don't it's know true. how much worse it could get. It's true. Uh, residents are upset at a city of Ottawa regulation that allows the city to, de- to deny liability for vehicles damaged by potholes if their roads are maintained by a private company. City officials responded saying... You can't go after an organization for the work of its employees. What do we look like? Uber? After a recent car surfing related injury, police are warning teenagers that the stunt can be deadly and that drivers can be charged. Representatives from the Darwin Awards disagree with this approach and have created a Kickstarter to let these kids surf away. (laughs) And finally, Witch's Cauldron, a local gourmet food truck, has fallen victim again. After being hacked by a group of Islamic State extremists in late June, thieves cut the locks and stole money from the register this past Tuesday. Police are suspecting a girl named Dorothy from Kansas. <laughs> and that's the news. Excellent. Nice there you go. Megan, how, how that sound? I'll always take a Wizard of Oz reference. There you go. Okay. <laughs> nice. And a strong man. There you go. <laughs> Okay, I have one more one more joke to pass by you. Yeah, that I found. See, so, yeah, I don't. I would never consider myself an expert at okay. jokes. <laughs> but I mean, you're a person who likes to laugh. Yes, or a person who is capable of laughter. Yeah. So if I say something to you and you don't laugh, I probably have to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'm not sure what to wear to do this uh, to do an open mic thing or to do comedy. You know, I want to wear like a comedic outfit. I was thinking something classic, like a. Like a red nose and big shoes, but I I'm very again. I think it's uh, horrible to dress in white face. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a stretch. I think it needs some work. <laughs> okay, <laughs> might need to be another race. Yeah, but no, but clowns clowns paint their face no, I white. Get, yeah, I get it. yeah. Actually, tear face would that be better? 
Some of the color. <laughs> no, no. Megan, what, what do you like to do in Ottawa? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Beauty. Yes, what do you like to do in Ottawa? What do I like to do? Sit at home and watch Netflix. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Very popular answer. Very Ottawa is specific. specific. You'll see that a lot. <laughs> Something you can only do in Ottawa. Um, <laughs> I love, like, I'm a very big fan of summer in Ottawa. Uh, I'm not a winter person. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I realized this. Like, it was like just this past winter where, where, where it ended, I was like, that wasn't terrible. And I was like, oh, it took me 24 years to acclimatize <laughs> to Canadian winters. Because every other one was like, this was the worst winter ever. Um, <laughs> so, like, when it is nice out, I do like to just be outside as much as possible. I, I'm not, again, like, a, like, I play softball once a week, but I'm not, like, into sports. I wouldn't say I'm right. good at softball or that I even, like, really like it that much. <laughs> just, I go just out because, like, I'm, like, with my friends, so it's a fun activity. Yeah. Um, but I just like like to be outside as much as possible, even if that's just sitting on a patio. Mm-hmm. Um, any favorite patios in Ottawa? Mm-hmm. Any really nice ones? None that are like specifically popping out in mm-hmm. my head. Like I live in the West End. So, okay. Yeah. What's going on in the West End? Not much. <laughs> yes, <guys. laughs> same as usual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so and then again, like I get all this awesome food in the summertime so i like to just cook a lot like i i barbecue a lot in the summertime you can mm. grill anything um yeah. <laughs> yep. uh yeah are you, are you from ottawa basically yeah i, I wasn't born oh. here but i've lived here since i was six so, okay yeah where are you born scarborough no. Cool. Yeah, Scarborough. GTA. I was there for the first 24 days of my life. Yeah. <laughs> and moved to Calgary with my family. Nice. Yeah. Why are people being... Is there really an hospital there or something? Yeah, Scarborough Grace. Number one in the country. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. That's where my mom was from. So that's where she lived when she gave birth to me. Or was that your hospital, Scarborough Grace? Uh, it was Scarborough General. There's two hospitals in Scarborough? It's a big place, man. Yeah. There's like four in like Ottawa. A suburb. I guess. There's a whole city. Scarborough's a township. I think it's like Canada, but a lot, obviously, on a larger scale because mm-hmm. it's, it's a Yeah, it, it used is to technically be a GTA. City. I think Scarborough yeah. is like the very now where GTA ends is Scarborough. Maybe? Yeah. I don't it, know. It used to be a separate city, but now it yeah. sort of just got eaten by Toronto. I see. Mm-hmm. Cool. Good geography lesson. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks for that. Actually, speaking of that, this uh, as I was doing the, the news, oh, no. uh, as I was doing the news stories, I came across this news story about uh, about Ottawa and de amalgamation. So, as in, like all these suburbs that joined, they would sort of se- or some would separate. And I was like, that's interesting. I never heard that the suburbs wanted to separate from Ottawa. Mm-hmm. And I finished reading this whole article, and the article was about some suburb in Montreal that separated, and it like the, one of the final lines was. Oh, but Ottawa does not want to do this. And I'm like, it's an Ottawa newspaper. This is a waste of words. <laughs> why, why did this happen? It's like, not even clickbait, it's like read bait. Yeah, like it makes yeah. you read the whole article. The it's like, oh, that's not true, though. <laughs> Damn you, Metro News. Serves me right. Uh, anyway, so that's a thing. It's not, like, the suburbs, the amalgamation is not something that a lot of people get. Like, if you're not from Ottawa, like, I work at a hotel in Canada, so tourists are always like, so... How far is Ottawa? And I'm like, this is Ottawa. <laughs> You're there. But it's yeah. still a valid question. Yeah. I guess. It is. I know what I you mean, proper. but... Yeah. I guess. 
Uh, so working at a hotel, that must be an interesting experience. It, yeah, sure. We'll call it interesting. <laughs> or, or, or not. <laughs> um, like, I realized this the other day, because I worked um, sort of in, like, what you would call F&B, like food and beverage, for three years, and now I'm on, like, a different side of it, working in the front desk. And I've never been particularly fond of working with people, like, being, uh, <laughs> like, not... I get I that. Yeah, like a sure. like a service worker. It's <laughs> oh, yeah. like it's a very weird place to be sometimes. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I'm not the best at it, but I I have found that like I'm I'm way better at dealing with people when there's food involved. Like I don't know how to explain that huh. properly, okay. but like I just I feel better. Like I get more joy out of work if I'm around food. If that makes any sense. <laughs> sure. No, no, I get that. Does it yeah. matter if you're eating the food? Is that no? Okay. It's like like I can talk someone down from them being upset that their steak isn't cooked properly. I can't talk someone down from them being upset that their air conditioner is broken. You know why? Because right. there's that ongoing like there, there's that threat that if they if you bring back the food, you can come back and spit in it. I know you wouldn't, or you would <laughs> not give it to them. But at all. As, as a customer, that would be my fear. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not rude to people. Yeah. But if I were, but if you were, that's yeah. the fear. Yeah. You're not scared someone's going to like install a bomb in your air conditioner <laughs> <No>. <laughs> if you complain. That's, that, that's an overreaction. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, a bit of an overreaction. Not the but same okay. thing. Bomb yeah. and yeah. shit. That's it. Oh, it doesn't work, eh? Well, <laughs> I'm disdainful repair person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Uh, but yeah. Oh, man. Um, okay, so working uh, in a hotel, though, that's a, that's a new sort of sector for you. Uh, I was in a hotel, sorry. It was in, like, the events department of a hotel. So I see. doing, oh, okay. like, uh, weddings, dinners, stuff like that. So I was serving for a year and a half, and then I was a supervisor there. Cool. Um, which was, it was a fun job. I like the service industry because... You can very clearly see where your spot is in the organization. Does yeah. that make sense? Like I can clearly see the relationship between like the amount of hours I put in and how much I'm getting paid and this is what I'm doing. Mm. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've worked a, a couple government con, well, one actual contract and yeah. the other ones were summer jobs. But like even if the job itself was enjoyable, I just, I didn't like being part of something so big like just getting lost in it and not understanding like you guys are paying me $25 an hour but like where is that money coming from and yeah. like you know what I mean like right. I'm very into organizational charts yeah. <laughs> 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 like my HR was my major in uh, in uh, university oh interesting okay. so um yeah I don't know I just like being able to see I guess feel I know where my place is, if that makes sense. At the hierarchy? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. No, like having a sort of tangible contribution to the end goal right. of whatever it is you're yeah, doing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think a lot of government workers get lost in that, yeah. that kind of thing where mm-hmm. you don't actually see the end result of anything you're doing. You're mm-hmm. just kind of putting in a day's work and then leaving. And yeah. yeah. That's tracking, yeah. Yeah, that... I wasn't a fan of that. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. What uh, about... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to, well, if you want to stay on topic, I was going to no, go completely away. I was also going completely away. I wanted to go hierarchies. I wanted to go back a little bit to, to comedy and talk about who some of your influences are. That's my question. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I actually thought, I was thinking of that as I was driving here. I was like, maybe they're going to ask me like, who we like, um, I think like I'm, I've been trying to remember like 
recently I've been thinking of who was maybe like the first comedian that I, that I saw and uh, really liked. I think it, I think it was Robin Williams to be honest with you. Mm, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's who it was. Um, but that was still in a, in a sense where comedy to me was this thing that I would never do. Like I was a kid and I was like, right. people like it, it didn't click for me. Um, someone who sort of made me think more and more of like, Oh, maybe I could do that would be, uh, George Carlin. Mm-hmm. Um, I love him. Like, I think he was so smart and yeah. he said things that needed to be said. Um, even when he wasn't always like he was funny, but some of his specials you'll watch and you're not going to laugh like every 60 seconds. Right. Or, like, yeah. He doesn't always have jokes to like mm. punch it up, but I just, um, he kind of just sort of made me realize of, about like what you can talk, like you can talk about anything on stage. And I guess that was what I didn't get before. Um, and he was still hilarious. Like he, yeah. So he was, and I think he obviously inspired a lot of other people that I do like today. Like I really like Louis CK and Carlin was a big influence yeah. on him. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny. Cause I said that someone just asked me this question last week and they were like, so who do you really like? And I said, George Carlin and Louis CK. And they're, like, <laughs> they're just like two generic white guys. Like, why would you as a woman, be super, I was like, I don't know. Like, I think they're funny and that's right. that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. that's yeah. completely legit. Yeah. <laughs> what, what about comedians you don't like? Um, that might be more telling. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Honestly, like, it's hard to, it's hard for me to find someone that I really don't like. Um, what about Dice Clay? You guys Andrew Dice Clay? Oh, yeah. Is it like the Hickory? Uh, and I know, like, I can't remember people talk about name. him, yeah. like, he's Carlin sometimes. He has like the hickory dickory dock. Yeah. yeah. So he just, he has like a persona. He's like, hey, blah, 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 blah. oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I, I don't, I have no idea what you're talking not about. I'm thinking the hickory dickory, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Not the sound. Not no, the no, no. Okay. He's <laughs> a, very, a, very, a very club comedian. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's what I think of when I think of club comedian. Netflix, like with Netflix right now, there's so many comedy specials on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Which is, yeah, I, I've, I think I've seen like all of them. So a lot of, um, it's, it's good because I've seen a lot of people that I wouldn't necessarily have thought to watch. Right. Um, there's been a few that I haven't liked as much. I don't really want to talk about them. Okay, I sure. don't like. Oh, yeah, how about, I feel bad. <laughs> how about new, new comedians you like or like up and comers, people um, that you have your eye on or are excited about their career in the future? She, I, she's not an up and comer. I was just talking about her earlier, but she's, I guess I would say like recently broken out into mm-hmm. like more of a mainstream audience would be, uh, Tig Notaro. Right. Yeah, right. Um, I saw her when she was in Ottawa a month ago. Maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and like, I, I went alone. Like I was just like, Oh, I really want to get tickets to this. And like none of my friends, I don't even think I asked anyone. I was just like, I'm just buying a ticket and I'm going to go. And I sat by myself and it was hilarious. Like I was laughing the whole time. My face hurt all through the next day. Um, She's just someone like where a lot of people would stop the joke. She just like keeps going. And like for some people it wouldn't work, but for her, she just does it so well. Like it's, yeah, she's, Mm -hmm. She's hilarious. That was at Bronson Center, right? Yeah, which is a place I'd never been. It was yeah. so wild. How do you find that as like a venue for comedy? Honestly, like the the place is, it, it's almost like a high school auditorium. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. It's 
It's kind of dingy. Um, it was very hot uh, <laughs> in there. It was very, very hot. I don't think there's air conditioning. And then there, we were all packed in there. Um, but it was okay. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I honestly haven't been to a lot of, uh, like big comedy shows like that. Like, right. Yeah, know, yeah. Like in a theater. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a lot of comedians in a theater. Have you ever done the Just for Laughs Festival? No, I've never gone. Um, and I was like trying to work out going this year, but it just doesn't work with yeah. work. It's oh, expensive. It is. That's the other thing too. too yeah. Yeah. I want to go see Dave Chappelle. It's like $80 yeah. or $90. Right. Yeah. And then you have to figure out yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Sense. Cool. Yeah. What do you think about a speed round? Speed round! <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to explain the speed around one more time? <laughs> I, I used to explain the speed around, and then people started getting mad. I feel like yeah, speed round is it's pandering, self-explanatory. Yeah. Right, it is. Right, absolutely. Condescending, that, some would say, an explanation of a speed round. Oh, sorry. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like you said, the speed round itself is condescending. And- oh, no. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Right. So that's a whole other thing. Speed round. It's uh, <laughs> it's two minutes. Oh, you just timed. Yeah. Yeah. See? That's how we do <laughs> You do. That's why I said it. <laughs> but yes, the, there are two minutes on the clock, and we're just going to go around asking you questions mm-hmm. in rapid succession. All right. And here we go. Uh, what is your favorite Robin Williams movie? Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, what is the last Ottawa restaurant you went to? Uh, this place called Allium in, like, I think a Kindenburg oh, area. Fancy. Cool. Yeah. What's the best era? What'd you say? Like decade? Right era. Sixties? Nice. Okay. What would you say is the most prestigious stage you've performed comedy on? There doesn't exist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I don't mean like there no there are no prestigious comedy stages. I mean I haven't I don't think I've performed oh, on a prestigious stage. <laughs> so we'll say uh, absolute comedy auto. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Do you have a dream gig? <laughs> um I honestly, I I haven't thought about it that much. Okay. Sorry. Well, that's fine. Taking up all the time. How do you take your coffee? <laughs> I don't even do it. Right. I don't even do the same kind every day. Like sometimes oh, random. It, it depends on what I feel. Like sometimes it's black. Sometimes it's uh, regular, one cream, one sugar. Sometimes it's a lot of sugar and just a little tiny bit of cream. I've never heard that's that. That's chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so if, if you got a call today to open for one comedian, which is the one that you'd be like with the most jazzed for? I don't know why I said jazz, but I did. Louis CK, I'd, I'd be like, that would be unheard of. Yeah. I'd probably cry. I would cry. Yeah. I would definitely cry. Yeah. Um, who, who's your favorite Ottawa celebrity? Uh, celebrity. I love that I said this. Greg Houston. Uh, <laughs> nice. Which movie villain which you prefer to fight if you had to fight one Ooh. um jim carries the riddler yeah mm. yeah that'd be fun yeah be though i think it'd be a very weird fight mental fight yeah absolutely <laughs> would you rather fight a hundred horse-sized ducks or a hundred or one duck-sized horse that, i got that backwards but you know what i mean yeah the the one the one yeah okay one giant duck i guess yeah okay okay it's time? Yes. All right. <laughs> that's that's a bit of a thinker. It is a bit of a thinker, especially if I say it wrong. We had a segment where somebody like, asked us that, right? We did. We had... What was the same name of that segment? 
I asked questions around here. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. We had a segment that we just dropped. We should bring that back. <laughs> it was where uh, the guests would just ask us a question. You want to do that right now? We could. If you can think of this it. This next segment is called I Ask the Questions Around Here. We've been asking <laughs> Megan questions all <laughs> evening. And uh, I forgot what time of day it was. It was the morning. <laughs> uh, and now Megan gets a chance to ask us just one question and then we'll, we'll all answer it simultaneously. One question. Yeah, one question, and the three of us will answer separately. Maybe answer. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to think. Do I? It's true. There's a lot of pressure. It's a good question to spring on someone. To yeah, absolutely. Come up with the question. Not prepare them beforehand. <laughs> um. <laughs> what? Good start. You're looking around for something to ask I'm, about. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> If, if you want a second to think about it, Rob, you can do the Audible. Oh, there you go. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so we're going to talk about a sponsor. Well, no, you it's going to be the like, question. you had time to think about yeah. it. Oh, so well, that's, that's a great question. question. We want a good yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. This is all right. We're going to cut to a commercial. So, that's it. That's we want a good question, so the pressure's on now to think <laughs> yeah, of one. Exactly. Uh, so, I'll tell you about Audible.com. They're a company that uh, is sponsoring this episode. Uh, so, through them, if you go to audibletrial.com slash what you can get a free audiobook download as well as a free 30-day trial. They have apps for iPhone, for Android, uh, and you can stream stuff through your computer. Uh, I, I found another comedy book, uh, audiobook, to talk about today that seemed fairly topical. So, uh, yeah, there's an audiobook uh, written by George Carlin called uh, George Carlin Reads to You. And so, this book is narrated by George Carlin. And... Uh, if, so if you go sign up at audibletrial.com slash autowhat, uh, you can go and get his audiobook for free. It's seven hours and five minutes, and he'll just read his book to you. So Great. go do that right now. What, are, right. You, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> well, listen, finish the podcast first. And then right. You did two That's things. Oh, not everybody can. Do we have a question? I, I really don't. I keep looking. <laughs> at, I, keep, I keep looking at that little lamp, and I'm yeah. trying to think of like some sort of Aladdin-related question because that's all I can think about is like genie and three wishes. But like that's such a generic question that I, I don't want to ask that. Okay. okay. <laughs> but that's all I can think of because I see this lamp, and I'm like. I, I mean, I, that could be your question if you wanted. Um, <laughs> Let's do one wish. One wish, three, because three is yeah. One wish, one yeah. Wish only one yeah. Okay. wish. Yeah, right now. <sighs> yep. What would it be? Oh man, do you have one? Yes. Okay. My wish would be to be a robot. <laughs> to be a robot. Yeah, I'd like be a bicentennial like, man situation. Yeah, or maybe a cyborg is more accurate. Be like a human, but. I wouldn't need to like, eat or sleep. Or so at the very end of Bicentennial Man, or I guess the middle. I don't if you want to talking about Robin I'm, Williams, Bicentennial Man. No, I'm a millennial. You're not a I'm Bicentennial. Too, I'm too young for this reference, <laughs> I think. I, we're <laughs> also millennials. I was alive in the forties. <laughs> I guess. Amon, <laughs> you're the worst kind of person. Amon, do you have an answer? <laughs> well, my automatic response. I, uh, it's just automatic, and I. Sure, you know where I'm going with this. I was going to say a thousand wishes, but <laughs> no, <laughs> you can't say that. Yeah. You can't say that. Um, I don't. I, I, be, I would wish that the, the that the least finally won a Stanley Cup again. That's that's what <laughs> oh, I, I would spend yeah. my wish. That's your I would wish. spend my wish 
for the betterment oh. of Leaf fans around the world. <laughs> I would I would judge anyone that their wishes for any sports team to win I guess. anything. I mean, you use it on yourself. So fleeting. Yes. Well, I mean, it's I also yeah. it's also for myself. So personal I, victory. That's it. So it's like oh, that's people. well. And Thirty years later, you're not going to be like ah. I remember when the Leafs won that one time. <laughs> Honestly, I will. Like, I will. Homeless. And I can't go through somewhere. my. I don't know if I'm gonna what I'm gonna do if I go through my whole life and they don't win a cup. It's the only sports team I really I really care about. I would die. Yeah. I would die knowing if you went through your whole yeah, life. A, if you went through your whole life, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. That's that's it's the first thing that came to my mind really after Thousand Wishes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really glad I had enough time to to think about this. <laughs> oh boy, because it took me a while to come up with it, and then I briefly forgot about it. If I forgot what my answer was going to be, yep. uh, and then I remember it again. And going through this, I actually forgot a second time, so, so I had to stall. And now I've remembered. No, <laughs> my my wish, uh, if I could get anything, would be to not need to actually sleep to feel rested. Like I could just kind of close my eyes and be sort of have all my energy back. Even a cyborg would need to recharge its batteries at some point. Oh, so you can use that time, that extra time of the day to podcast yeah you don't know exactly. or, 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 or to do whatever to do anything want. yeah can I steal his can I, is it too late yeah it's way too late sleep is the worst good. maybe yeah. you have one one wish that stand, protrudes in your mind if I made a wish right now it would be to like win some sort of trip like a like a yeah, like a trip. Like a contest? <laughs> what is your wish to modest? That's such a realistic goal. A billion dollars. I want my wish to be... But that's what it is. as many trips as you want. Because if I won money, I would just not spend it on... I would... You know what I mean? Like, you win a bunch of money and you just... You don't... Like, I you want it... Invest in it or something stupid. Yeah. Something stupid. Good <laughs> you. But Megan, I see what you're saying. You want, like, a... Okay, so if you an want... An excuse to... Yeah. If you end up, like, with... Like, splurge. Is there, is there a destination that comes to mind in terms of this is where I, I would go? Or is uh, it just you just want to take a trip anywhere? I've always, yeah, wanted to tour South America. Oh. Uh, my, my dad grew up in Venezuela, and I've always just wanted to be able to visit, like, where he grew up and experience that, the same stuff. And I just, I love, um, I'd want to do like a, like a, a culinary tour of oh, like cool. South America. Just eat okay. like arepas and different local food and yeah. whatever. Yeah. That's a good so answer. That would be super yeah. cool. That's fine. I take it back. A million dollars is worse than that. <laughs> okay. Uh, we did the audible. Megan, where can people find you? You have a very funny Twitter account that you it's not, I, I, yeah, I try and be funny on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And where can people find you on that? My Twitter handle is Meg's Honey. Okay. Okay. M-E-G-S Honey is my last name. People ask me if that's a stage name. It's not. My Sounds. real name is Megan Honey. Oh. It's on my driver's license. There you go. <laughs> Has that um, been overall positive for you or negative? The name? Having, yeah, having that name. Yeah, it's it's been good. Okay. It's funny because I've met a couple people who are like, oh, that's such, like, you should be famous. That's like a good name to be famous with. That's the reason. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You just need to be born with a good name and you're set. That's all it takes. Um, (laughs) Because you can't change your names. (laughs) And you're going to be performing soon in the near future. Yeah. So this summer, um, Absolute Comedy and Yuck Yucks both run summer comedy contests. So that's when all of the amateur comedians in the city try and kill each other in a <laughs> Hunger Games style battle. Great. Uh, 
No, it's it's like good spirited, but basically, uh, yeah, they both um, they run contests, and we uh, get to vie for a chance to win some pretty cool prizes. So mm-hmm. um, I'm performing my first round at Yuck Yucks is on July 21st, which is a Tuesday, I believe, and my first round at Absolute is July 27th, which is a Monday. Right. Nice. Um, and Yuck Yucks, or sorry, Absolute, it's, it's like every Monday in July is uh, when they do the shows, and then they do the second round every Tuesday, Wednesday, so go check that out. It's $5 to go. Oh, sweet. Uh, which is super cheap. And uh, Yuck Yucks, it's every Tuesday, Wednesday for July, August, and it's, I think, $6. Nice. Cool. Fun. Amon, where can people find us if they want to listen to more podcasts? Uh, we're at ottawatpodcast.com. What's it called? Ottawat. Podcast.com. Podcast. I heard it say podcast. Oh, we're at podcast.com. Podcast. Podcast. Did you hear that? I didn't. I heard you say podcast. (laughs) I said it three times already. Good for you. You're like your 420 show. We all know what. (laughs) So it is podcast. Uh, What else? Uh, Stitcher Radio. Yep. iTunes. Dual iTunes. SoundCloud is another. Uh, Facebook, Twitter. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. <laughs> Email, mail at ottawattpodcast.com. Yep. If you have a, an event going on or if you have a funny joke you think we should uh, we should tell to more people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. We, so- we sometimes walk around the banking Gladstone area. So just flag us down if you want. Giving our address away. That's it. No, we've done it before. So Trolling for comedy. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Even cyberbully us. I know people like to do that. People have done that in a while. People can people you get cyberbullied? We could, no, not yet. But I mean, any, <laughs> we could. Any user interaction would be great. Yeah. So <laughs> if you need an outlet for your cyberbullying, any yeah, email, harass us. There you go. Uh, yeah, that's that's about it. All right, well, Megan, true to form, I forgot to tell you how the show ends. Oh no! Our guest says Ottawa, however they like, and then we uh, we cut it off. So thanks again for coming, and you can have the the final word. Auto what?